Hello, Facebook Live. I am live in our private Facebook group for future black life coaches. If you want to come join us, uh, come on and hang out. Um, I feel like my half of my face is cutting off. I am trying a split tripod adjuster adapter thing and I'm trying to see how all this works. I think I know what I need to do. I need to order the other one. So we're going to go with this one until the other one comes in. Let me make a note. Order other <laughs> adapter. And then I got to make one more note. I just had an aha moment as I was pressing go live. Okay. <clears throat> there we go. Hey, y'all, welcome. Say hey when you come to the room. Facebook groupers, I tagged y'all, honey. All y'all. How you doing? Say hey. Say hello. So, Facebook groups, some of my face is going to be um, chopped off because I need to focus full screen on my page. If you want to see all of this beautiful brown skin, girl, come on over to my Facebook page, okay? My screen is lighter there. The writing is going to be bigger. Hello, Uniquely Me. How are you? And I use my Facebook Lives to say hello to my YouTubers. Comment below. Let me know you watch this video, YouTube. Also, I transcribe the audios. I repurpose this content to death, okay? I use the audios on our podcast. Did y'all know we have a podcast? You need to know that. Hello, Coach Brenda. How are you? I enjoyed our conversation the other day. So we have a podcast called Black Life Coach Radio, okay? Our YouTube channel is called Black Life Coach TV. I share all of this because, as y'all know, We've been off the air today with Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, and whatever else Facebook owns. Let me whisper because you know they be listening. However, my coach just reminded us that this is why we have backup platforms. So I'm excited I get to see you guys come in, interact, share things like what we'll be talking about on this episode, which is how you know you're called to coach. And this is going to be good. I didn't want to go live, y'all. I actually tried to procrastinate a little bit. But as the Lord would have it, things worked out. <laughs> and I can still be here with you. I got a little shopping out the way. I went to the Dollar Tree. You know, you feel like a baller at the Dollar Tree, right? So I spent $29, put whatever I wanted in the buggy, made myself feel good, and then it was time to come home and get on this live, okay? No excuses. So, hey, y'all, and welcome. I'm Dr. AJ Austin, founder of the International Center for Life Coach Training, LLC, where I train black women of faith to become certified life coaches online in one day. We teach you how to have these coaching conversations. They're going to help you confidently convert those conversations to clients, cash, checks, and credit cards. So you too, Tina Redding, can go to the Dollar Tree and ball out of control. <laughs> I see y'all laughing at me. The thrift store and the Dollar Tree, okay, will have you feeling like you on top of the world walking out of there with two full bags, a dollar each. What? We know they have the size of a regular. It don't matter. Your coach was balling, okay? So, I got my balling out of the way. I went and ate a really good denter. Had a really good wheat crust pizza. The owner came to my table personally and asked me how I liked it. Did he cook it right? I was like, yes, VIP service. See, when you're just on top of your game because you know you walking in your calling as a coach, you just radiate this approachability. Then another lady got jealous. She saw the owner at my table. She came over and asked about the pizza. Had to tell me she too was vegan. Hey, girl. <laughs> we VIP all up and through, okay? Hi, Stacy, honey. How are you? Hi, Myra in our Facebook group. How are you? So, I combined two topics on tonight. One is about knowing your call to coach. 
if you know in your heart that you called to coach, you're going to resonate with these three tips I'm going to share with you uh, because they're already relevant in your life. If you want to take that calling to the next level and watch God do what we call manifest some things in your life, or as the Bible talks about, make manifest, then uh, join me by commenting below. I have a link to a class that I got coming up in the next few weeks, y'all. We got two classes, but this one I'm really, 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 really excited about because it's super new. I've been working on a coach for it, and I've been working on the content for over a year. Coach Brenda is going to join us. Um, future Black Life Coach Antonia is going to join us. But it, uh, this co course is called Prophetic Manifestations. I'm going to drop the link, actually, um, in the comments. So if you want to join us, you can go ahead and register while we're live. I would love to have you there. I don't see anybody else doing it like this in the coaching space, y'all, especially a black woman of faith, okay? So we hear a lot of talk about manifestation. We hear a lot of talk about spirituality. Uniquely Me says she's interested, so come on, girl. I'll just pin the comment for you. Um, now, I got my itty-bitty phone on in our group, y'all, so y'all work with me. Brenda, I know you don't need the link. You already got it. You're like, I'm in another course. Sign me up. There we go. It's pinned in our private Facebook group. It's also pinned on my page. Right now, it is simply my PayPal link because the link I was going to give y'all was super long. And I was like, dang, I'm even stumbling on spelling the words. I'm not going to sit and share the link yet. So anyway, let me tell you about it right quick. So um, a fellow colleague and I were introduced about a year ago. Um, we're a member of this network and we were the two black friends <laughs> in this group. So just naturally, you know, we connected and I remember her watching my journey of coaching, watching how I was making money as a coach, watching how I was launching this brand online and impacting women around the world, certifying them. And every time I would get a payment, I'd be like, girl, it's another 1200 in the account. And she just got so excited. She was like, how do you do this? Now, she was a coach. She called herself a coach. She had never been through training. She just picked up the title. No shade. What they say, no shade, no tea. I don't care. That, that's your business because eventually it comes out as some of y'all who may practice with the title and you haven't been trying it comes out and it kept coming out in her life she would be on podcast interviews and facebook lives and people would literally put her on the spot saying where were you you know where does your knowledge come from how do we know you're qualified basically and i was like girl so she ended up coming to me and she's like please <laughs> teach me your ways Tell me how you do what you do. You're very successful at it. I'm watching you make money. When you get on your Facebook lives, when you get on podcasts, child, you shine, you glow, you talk with confidence, you got the credentials to back it. Women are trusting you with their futures as a coach. Could you please develop a course on how you do this? And I fought it, y'all, because while I know what I've been through, y'all know how church will say, you see my glory, but you don't know my story. I know that what I've been through over the last 15 years of my life, like dealing with the death of my mom happening on the same day that a divorce from a five-year marriage became final, me literally walking out of the courthouse and getting the news that my mom had just passed away. Y'all ain't willing to go through that. Sitting in my mom's house for 10 years, stressed out on antidepressants and fighting depression and anxiety. And I just thought, this is just meant to be my destiny. I'm meant for low income and poverty and I'm addicted to the struggle and it's always been hard. It's probably always going to be hard. Y'all ain't willing to go through that. Writing a book where I tell the business of being on food stamps, government assistance, 
everything that you could think of. Community food banks, clothes closet, homelessness, dropping out of college. So many other stuff like the downsizing of my corporate career. Y'all ain't willing to go through that, are you? But one thing you want is how I came out. And how I know is because number one, right, Tina says, wow, child, imagine living it. And this came up recently because um, one of our coaches, and you know who you are because I'm recording this for you, girl. Thank you for the inspiration. So I got a message. It was pouring down rain in Atlanta yesterday. And my car is so little. I drive a two-seater Honda sports car, stick shift. So I need, I be telling my friends, y'all, if I don't have my headphones in, we can't talk because I need both of my hands for the steering wheel and the gear. I need both my feet for my gas, my clutch, and my brake. I need my brain. Like they say, you know, eyes on the road, hands on the wheel, and something else. You're supposed to be concentrating. And it's raining in Atlanta. Girl, I couldn't talk. But while all this was going on, I'm trying to see and make it home safely from another shopping spree. Don't tell nobody. Don't tell nobody. One of our coaches was in my inbox, and she said, because um, I sent her a message earlier saying, hey, you quiet. Where you at? What you doing? You too quiet. Y'all know how y'all, your parent, mamas, y'all know how your babies get too quiet. You be like, what you doing? You too quiet. That's how I check on my coaches when they come get certified with me. If I have not heard from you, especially in a couple of weeks, I'm like, what, what you doing? <laughs> she said, okay, coach, here's what I'm dealing with. So she said, I was just thinking about you the other day because I wanted to know how you moved past. Now, every, every little quote you see me do, this means I got a, a, a definition, an explanation behind it. She said, how did you move past the pain of it all? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain these quotes. So when I read and I had to type to her, I had to pull over and type to her because I couldn't do that in driving the rain and a stick shift in Atlanta traffic on a side street. I said, child, it's raining and I'm driving, but I'm going to answer you. And I knew I was going to go live and do this. But I would not let myself, because usually when I get a question like that from a coach, I go ahead and answer. I send a voice note or a typed message or whatever. But I said, somebody else is going to need to hear this either now or in the future. I know you're watching. You right now live with me. Replay. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I would not let myself go into the, the deep part of the answer because I wanted to share it with you guys. So when I read the word, how did I move past the pain of it all? Number one, when I was going through what I went through and what I just shared with you guys, death, divorce, downsizing, dropping out of college, dealing with homelessness. I didn't know that it was pain. Have y'all ever been in a situation where, especially as black women, later in life you find out something that you went through was traumatic? Like maybe even someone had to tell you, you know, that was traumatic or that was a, a sign of abuse or some stuff we just, like I said, I thought this was my life. This is, is how it was. I'm meant to. God trusted me. He made me strong. He knew he put something in me because he knew I would make it out. of. Like I had given myself all the reasons why this must just be how my life was. So I didn't recognize it as pain. It took another coach. She literally like drug me to this restaurant trapped me we sat there for so long and she just broke down why you have to share your story and not just share you gonna write a book and I was like don't nobody want to hear y'all should have seen us I was the most ghetto and I was right down the street from where I live now that I think about it we were at either Red Lobsters or Ruby Tuesday I think it was Red Lobster that day knowing me we was feeling a little bougie right and we was loud I was loud fussy 
Don't nobody want to hear me going through no divorce and being homeless and my mama dying. I'm rolling my neck and earrings jingling and just, we was that black table. We was that black table. Like, I ain't even going to use correct grammar or English on that, okay? Because I was telling her how don't nobody want to hear that. Have you ever found yourself saying, oh, okay, I'm going to act like it was just me. But my coach asked me, you know, what, what did I do to move past pain? Number one, I didn't recognize it as pain. It was a familiar part of my journey, my struggle. Now, I just finished reading. Don't laugh. When you laugh, you encourage me. I see the laugh emojis. I just finished listening to the book, White Fragility. And it was about why it's so hard for white people to talk about racism. And you y'all know how when racism comes up, the, the, the longer we hear about it, the madder we get, we want to fight. And I was like, no, sis, calm down. We ain't going to fight nobody. We don't want to hurt nobody. This was to educate myself on the conversation that was being had. And I'm glad I listened to it thanks to the Fulton County Library System because otherwise it would have still been sitting on my shelf. But anyway, I just did not know that people needed to hear my story. Hello, Coach Corinthia Denise Dixon. How are you? And so I just, I didn't know about it being recognized as pain. And as far as moving past it, I haven't. This stuff still agitates, just like talking about racism or hearing about it from the white perspective. What do you mean? It, it, still, it still can get a reaction because it's my story. I say this because many future black life coaches, many currently certified black life coaches, like the life coach who encouraged this live on tonight, feel like we have to have our life together in order to coach. Yeah. Don't wait on that. <laughs> because in my case, I never moved past something that I didn't even recognize as pain. The story to think about it is still like, yeah, that, that was messed up. That was traumatic. You know, that was signs of abuse. You know, that wasn't right. And I'm just realizing some of this stuff because I continued what is known as the personal development journey. Now, one of the reasons that we don't put ourselves out there as coaches or if you're in a place where you're considering, you know, coming to get certified with us or you've been looking into becoming a life coach, but for whatever reason, you feel like, eh, I'm not really ready um, you got to do like what God told me years ago, right down the street, sitting at the, one of the libraries, right down the street from the lady's house who I was at Red Lobster with that day. I left her house and went to the library one day. And I remember God just whispering cause I was in the corner by myself. So I know it wasn't me and it wasn't nobody around. And God just sweetly whispered as he does in the love language of the father. And he said, you have to remove yourself from this. And I'm like, who, me, Jesus? <laughs> Is it me, Jesus? And it resonated right away because I knew exactly what he was talking about. If I would have waited on myself to become healed, fully delivered, set free, thank God I'm set. Yeah, we, yeah, I wouldn't know me. I've been in a corner somewhere, balled up, still on antidepressants and wondering, you know, is this just it for the rest of my life? Am I not called for more? Like, you know, why am I here? What is my purpose? I would still be searching. And who was that? I saw your comment. Let's see. Somebody said you found your purpose and your pain. Thank you, girl. Because I didn't see it like that in the beginning. So I'm here to encourage you that if you're looking for yourself to become perfect or get to a certain point, 
quote where you feel qualified to help others, you can't. You have to learn how to take yourself out of it if you're really called to coach. Now, here are the three ways to know that you're called to coach. Number one, you got what we call a soul stirring. Coach Helen is not Coach Helen. I talked to all y'all. Coach Brenda is on here. Coach Helen's going to watch the replay. I know. Hey, Coach Helen. Coach Brenda and I talked for about almost an hour the other day. She encouraged me. I got out the house and went to Home Depot, talking to her on the phone, driving and talking. And I remember um, just the conversation of her telling me that when she seen my live, when we connected here on Facebook, found out we share a mutual coach as well. She came on board and joined our um, 10 for 10 program where you train with me for 10 months as a certified life coach. And she said, it was just something about you that stirred my soul. And I said, I'm going to use that. I said, that's going to become one of my titles, soul stirrer. <laughs> but when you know that you're called to coach, you do have that soul stirring. So much so that you can't back out of a Facebook Live and use the excuse that Facebook and Instagram been down all day. You can't use the excuse of, oh, well, I got to get my life together before I put myself out there as a coach. Mm -mm, because your soul still stirs. And what that looks like is, if you're anything like me, even though you may be in a pit, not yet made it to your palace. I got a lot of bunny ears on tonight, right? I remember I would wake up, y'all. And I can't get too deep in my story because I don't want to be on camera and cry. And that was a promise and a deal that I made with God. He never agreed, but I, I just assumed that he was like, okay, daughter, I'm going to just admit that. And I said, God, I will tell my story. Long as I don't get in front of these folk and cry. Because if I'm still crying, I'm still doing some healing. And that's okay. But I want to make it through the live tonight. So I ain't going to go too far. But I remember sleeping in the basement on a mattress. But on that mattress daily, I would wake up and say, okay, Jesus, uh, I know it's more to this. I know I'm called to do some deeper work because I feel it in my soul. There was a soul stirring. It was like a heaviness within that you can't scratch. You can't go shower it away. You can't go do nothing and it goes away. You know how, uh, what's her name? Solange, her song is talking about all these things she did. To get rid of it. I don't know the meaning behind the song. So if I'm quoting the wrong song, y'all forgive me because I'm not an R&B diva. However, I just know I can resonate with parts of that song where she talks about all these things she tried to do to get rid of how she was feeling. In our world, that's called a soul stirring. Like you can't get rid of that until you do something about it or do something with it for it in 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 um an effort to like satisfy that soul stirring. So that's one way you know you're called a coach. Number two, coaching is always front of mind. So what that looks like is when people come to train with me, they always say, Dr. AJ, I've always been helpful in my church or I'm the person that people call on after hours, whether it's after work or I'm the friend that people call and they want to talk and they want my advice or they want to shoulder the crown. They know I'll pray with them. That's because you're a server at heart and coaching is always front of mind for you. So because it's always like pushing past everything else we're thinking about and focusing on, it's that calling that goes with that soul stirring. And then the third way to know that you're called to coach is because you know that at this point, you've probably been running for a minute. Just like, you know, we run from Jesus. We run from our calling to preach or teach the gospel. We run from things that really like don't, like feed into our ego, but you know that you've been running, but it still keep coming up in your soul. Yes. In your mind. Yes. And people are confirming it and validating like, 
you would make a great life coach. Or have you ever heard of life coaching? Or you're such a great listener. Or you're so easy to talk to. Or I always feel better after our conversations. That means that number three applies to you because you know you would not be happier doing anything else because you've tried it. If you're like me, I think I've, I keep adding and adding to the list, but at the last count, I've had about 26 jobs in my entire life. And I love knowing that about myself because I was a hard worker in corporate America, okay? But those just were reflective of the things that I had tried and little inklings of things like my career in banking. I was literally the person at Bank of America and Regions Bank in the vault, y'all, counting the millions. This little country black girl from low income was back there with the money. Just like, wow, half a million at Regions, couple million at Bank of America. And I was new. <laughs> I was the newest one in these roles. And then here we are making money as a coach, handling money, counting money. My very first job was at McDonald's at 14 years old in the drive-thru. I was too young to quote unquote touch the food. So I was a cashier at 14 years old, counting the money. I was a cashier at Walmart, cashier of the year at Winn-Dixie and Food Depot, handling money, customer service. I had a 20 year career in customer service. Now look at me in y'all's inbox like, what you doing? You too quiet. Tell me what you need. What questions you got? How can I help? Here's some resources. What else you need? Do we need to get on the phone? That's the customer service skill that came from those 26 plus jobs, those years in banking, handling credit cards. I worked for MBNA, the probably the name of the bank on the back of your credit cards right now. I was there looking at your credit limit, helping to decide if you get a raise in that limit. It's a lot y'all don't know about me because I don't share it all. But God is slowly revealing some things. But this is you too. Because you have had a career trying other things. But you know in your soul because you're called to coach. And you feel that soul stirring. It's always front of mind. People are confirming it. And you know you would not be happier doing anything else. The fact that you know you're called to coach also means that you may never fully quote unquote move past the pain of what you've been through especially if you don't know to recognize it as pain but you can't let that stop you because you're called to serve others you're not called to serve yourself remember we're taking ourselves out of this because it's not about us coaching is about serving others and um, the coach that inspired this topic also uh, mentioned avoiding triggers so I've shared with you guys during this episode a lot of what I've been through, but not all. Girl, that's just not even the tip of the iceberg. I don't even know what you call that. It's a chip of ice off the iceberg. That's what it is. Um, you can't think like that. You can't think like um, because of what I've been through or what I'm currently going through, I'll never be able to really help others. Remember, we're taking ourselves out of it. We're answering our soul calling because it's always front of mind and we know we'll, we won't be happy or doing anything else. We're never really putting ourselves to get past what we've been through because a lot of it, we don't recognize it as pain or as trauma. There will be times as a coach that you'll be serving a client and they'll say some things. You'll have a reaction, but as a trained, professionally skilled, qualified, certified life coach, we know how not to let that show on our face because as a coach, we're not there to judge. We're not there to be biased and we're not there to put our drama or our trauma onto our clients. But 
a lot of coaches or people who call themselves coaches don't know this because they haven't been professionally trained. So a new coach that I've been following for a while now, she called it uh, program PTSD. That's where in my definition, this is the black spin on it. She's a white coach. I'm black. So I'm gonna give it to y'all the homegirl style. Program PTSD to me is when a coach just picks up the title coach and they go out to quote unquote help people and they end up hurting people. They're putting their, their trauma and their drama onto other people. And then I get the calls like, well, I paid so-and-so $15,000 and I didn't get the results that they promised that I would get from their pro. That's program PTSD. But when you learn as a coach, we are there to serve others. We're not judging them. We're not biased. We're not giving advice or opinion. That was another uh, good point that this coach brought up too. Um, that made me realize the reason that I really, really, really preach not giving, giving advice or sharing opinions as a coach, even if you're certified, is because everyone's at a different level in their walk. Their walk with Christ, their walk with life, their walk in relationships, their walk with parenthood, their walk in uh, corporate America, their walk in business. Everybody's at a different level. So while you may want to give advice from one parent to another, your kids may be two different ages, different genders, ge different generations, different backgrounds, different upbringings, different home training. It's so many factors to consider. That's why we don't give advice. We sit and listen. That's why we don't judge. That's why we're unbiased. We listen. We coach. We take ourselves out of it in order to serve others. I hope this is helping you guys. If so, let me see some emojis. Hey, Coach Lillian in our private Facebook group. Coming up, I'm hosting what's called uh, Prophetic Manifestations. It's going to show you how to tap into this soul stirring and really tell God what you would like for him to do in your life and in your business as either a future black life coach, a um, current coach. You don't necessarily have to be a coach. And fellas, you don't have to be a lady to take this training with me. It's a really quick training. It's only 90 minutes, but it's called um, Prophetic Manifestation. The link is in the comments below. It's coming up. At the time of this recording, it's only $97, but I'm going to increase the price on that very soon because I keep getting some ahas and some downloads that's going to really, really bless you. So much so that the lady who asked me to do this course a year ago, the one that I fought back on it, she did just maybe one, two or three things that I told her to do. And she manifested a $5,000 client like immediately it seems like but she sent me the screenshot of her paid paypal invoice of a five thousand dollar client and she said you gotta teach this to other other people and this isn't witchcraft or spells or, or making god a genie in a magic bottle this is getting clear that yes you're answering the call that he's stirring up your soul with because you're always thinking about it because you know you wouldn't be happier with anything else. But it's you and God sitting and having a conversation and you making the space for him to direct your path. Remember the Bible says the good man's steps are ordered by the Lord. And to acknowledge him in all our ways. And he's going to direct our path. He's going to give us the desires of our heart. We just have to make this known what we want. And so prophetic manifestations is going to teach you how to make it known clearly. The Bible says you have not because you ask not. Or when you ask, you ask amiss. So we asking for stuff, but we need to get to the nitty gritty. Okay. Just like me and Jesus made the, the detailed agreements of, you know, 
I'm gonna tell my story long as I don't cry. <laughs> you have to learn how to ask for what you want, but ask for it in a way that's going to benefit others, but you're making the space for it. And so of course you're being blessed with it. So don't worry about um, whether or not you're really ready to put yourself out there as a coach. Can you really help people? What if they say something that's going to trigger you? Um, you can't avoid what you've been through. You can't suppress it. You can't avoid what other people are being uh, have been through. You have to have a willingness to help, and God is going to help you in the process of that. Um, my very first million dollar mentor taught me about that. He said that when you're sitting in these sessions as a coach, you're going to hear some things. As a matter of fact, your clients are going to teach you some things. You're going to hear yourself ask some questions, and you're like, "Oh, I need to answer that for myself too, child." But you just nicely write a note and you keep it moving because, again, you're there to serve someone else. And as a result of serving, you're going to get blessed. Give, and it shall be given unto you. So, because you're giving your time, giving your service, giving your undivided attention, giving your listening ear, um, you're going to be given unto. Press down, shaking together, running over. Shall men give into your book? I'm quoting a lot of scriptures. You would think I grew up in church or something and knew the word a little bit. So we heal <laughs> through helping others. That's the notable and the quotable. We heal through helping others. And healing is an ongoing process. So much so that I'm in a six-month program with another million dollars. She's a multi-million dollar coach from Russia. And she is teaching us all just the behind the scenes of what I now see as healing. Because again, a lot of stuff that I went through, I didn't know it was pain. I didn't know it was trauma. I didn't know it was abuse. I didn't know a lot of things until recently. And y'all, I'm 40.8. I'll be 41 real soon. I know I'm young and cute and stuff. Y'all know, can pick up a couple uncles and granddaddies. But our, uh, I'm just saying, we discovered this stuff late in life as black women. And so... My goal in this entrepreneurial life coaching space now is to find information that's not only helping me, but I get to pour back into you. Okay. <laughs> y'all laughing. Some of y'all got some sons. Y'all need to be like, oh, I'm just, okay. So, <laughs> um, we heal through helping. Uh-huh. And of course we might see ourselves in other people's story in their struggle. Um, and in the coaching industry, there is this whole thing that I'm just learning about called shadow work. Um, and I remember a pastor years ago uh, mentioning, I don't even remember what the conversation was, but I remember him mentioning how when we see something in someone else that we don't like, it's a reflection of something that's in ourselves. I was like, no, cause, and you, I was ready. You wait, no, no, but it's true. It's true. So yes, you will find yourself as a coach sitting in a session, hearing things, seeing things, wanting to say something. Um, but it's because it's something that you've either dealt with or are dealing with, or maybe it's coming, you know. So it's preparation for either how to heal as you go through it. Because again, we're not perfect. We don't have to be in a perfect position in our life as a coach to help other people. But if you're open, if you have an open mind, an open heart, and an open spirit, you can heal as you help your coaching clients. And so if you're willing to do the work, you're willing um, to continue that personal development journey. You're willing to continue to heal. Even this house. This was so cool because um, my neighbor and I moved into, I have a home, but it's a duplex. And I guess back in the day, it was just this huge house. 
but it's still huge enough to be two separate nice size houses. Like if y'all seen where I came from versus where I am now, I've been here six months. We moved in about uh, about a month apart. And I remember when I first met her, I said, how did you feel when you walked in your home? Like, did you get a vibe? And she was like, no, which was good. Because I was like, I don't want to feel no spirits and no, ain't nobody dying here. Because the home was renovated. So I don't know when it was built. I still got to find out that information. But all of this is new. So I'm the first paint on the walls and the first walk on the newly polished wood floors and the first to sit on the brand new toilet and stand in the brand new shower and all the new stuff. I still, I requested a barn door. They came and installed it recently. Have a phenomenal landlord. It's a, it's a family owned property, a group of sisters and a father. And, um, I love the fact that we were first here. And I remember one day we were walking, my neighbor and I go on walks, me, her, and her old neighbor right down the street. And we were naming our homes. I thought it was so cute. And she asked me, what are you going to call your house? So I forgot what she said her house was because we were trying to decide, do we say we have a house? Do we say it's a duplex? Is it an apartment? Like we were really trying to figure this out because it will boggle your mind to see how these are set up. And everything is separate, own water, own electricity, own everything, but we share a house that's considered a duplex, two separate addresses, but right next door. Like I can knock on a wall. It'll be her bathroom. <laughs> she can hear it. Um, but I remember her asking me, what are you going to call your home? And in that moment, because everything was new. And another coach helped me to see this too. She said, this is your first house since your divorce. Now, while I had a home for 10 years after my divorce, it was my mother's home. So I was there settling her affairs and trying to like come back to Jesus with my own life, but this is my first home. And this home is literally everything I asked God for while I was in my mother's home. And I told my neighbor, my home is the healing house because this is where I am now getting to a place of healing. And y'all, my mom passed in, in 2008. The divorce happened the same day, 2008. So how many years is that? It's 2021 at the time of this record. That's 14 years. And I'm just getting to the healing house. You see how healing is ongoing. Can you imagine if I would have waited though? Been like, well, no, I got to heal before I can go help coaches. We wouldn't have a roster of almost 200 certified black life coaches around the world as we speak if I would have waited on my healing. One thing I know for sure is that God was healing me throughout this entire journey because we healed through helping. So I was helping all 200 coaches. I was healing as I was helping those coaches. I was seeing myself. I still see myself in a lot of y'all's story. I jump on the phone with y'all. I love to hear your vision and your mission. And why are you so passionate about becoming a coach? And why are you ready to get certified now? Why do you want to train with us today? And I love hearing where you are, where you come from, because I hear myself in your story. A lot of you guys resonate with me because of what I share about my story. And so because of that, my healing is ongoing. I'm healing through hearing your story. You're going to heal as you help your coaching clients as well. And so healing, again, is an ongoing journey. Um, and shouts out to our coach who inspired tonight's live because... Um, she said, meeting you was one of the jokes that helped me move forward. So me showing up for you is going to help you show up for other people. Y'all know I always say there's someone somewhere waiting on you to walk in your destiny so they can walk into theirs. And it's true. So you don't have to be in a perfect position. 
Healing is ongoing. It comes through helping others. You know there's this stirring in your heart, in your soul, because you're called to coach. Can't think about doing anything else because you know you wouldn't be happy doing anything else because you've tried it. Maybe you just haven't tried charging for coaching yet. And that's what I'm here to help you do. So the link is in the comments to come join us in Prophetic Manifestation, which launches in just a couple days. We'll be wrapping it up really soon. Um, so join us there, pre-register, and I'll send you the link for the course. When it officially releases, you get your own private link to the portal. I'm getting a little fancy on y'all. Um, but we're going to talk about how to dive deeper in this gifting that you know you have as a future life coach, or maybe you're already a coach. You don't, again, you don't have to be a coach to take the prophetic manifestations course. You don't have to be a woman to take the prophetic manifestations course, just in case, fellas. I know y'all be sneaking in here and watching these videos too, but I wanted to jump on and just let you know that you don't have to be healed in order to help. Are there any questions about anything that I've shared? Lately, my lives have been so like next level deep, I must admit, which is probably why I tried to avoid coming on. I was like, God, I don't want to do it. I don't want to get on that. Be frigid and be. But somebody needs to hear this. You needed to hear this. You hung out this long. You made it this far. So if you're interested, check out the link. I pinned it below. It's my PayPal link for now. I'm going to go get y'all a shorter link. For when I come back live, um, but you can register at the PayPal link, just like our uh, latest two coaches have done, and you'll get access to the course when it releases in just a few short days. But you have to pre-register um, because, yeah, we ain't just giving out the link out willy-nilly, okay? So it's only $97 at the time of this recording. By the time God finishes download, I was like, oh, Lord, this list getting longer and longer. Lord, I can add this. I can talk about this. I can say this. And my coach is like, when is the course going to be? Like, she won't even let us ask her a question about this course unless it's finished. So I am wrapping that up for you guys. I only have a few days left with her to work on the final um, revisions of it. And then it will be released. Um, but this is new. It's next level. It's definitely. Now, you got to be, you got to know Jesus. Because, I'm yes, I'm quoting scripture. I'm also quoting some gangster rap in there, too. So don't try to figure it out. It's, it's, just, it's just me. I told you you don't have to be healed to help other people. I'm an outcast fan, a Goody Mob fan. So I quote Goody Mob a lot. Outcast a lot. I sing on my live. So it's a little ratchet. So if you're a little ghetto, a little country, a little bougie. I'm a lot of bougie. Yeah, I'm a lot of bougie. Um, Dollar Tree bougie, though. Target bougie. Walmart bougie. <laughs> Got money don't look like it. That type of bougie. Whisper money. Where's Celestine at? She'll come in and talk. We talk about whisper money. I've been anointed for five years in a row by the Bronner Brothers here in Atlanta. They prayed over my business when I first started. Five years. This is a multi, 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 multi-millionaire black family here in Atlanta. Prayed over my business. Anointed my head with oil. And I ran into one of the brothers in Arden's Garden in my little country hometown recently. And I was talking to him and one of the wives. And uh, I remember telling Celestine, one of our coaches, about it here on Facebook Live. And I was like, they are the family that if you didn't know who they were, you wouldn't know how rich they are. As a matter of fact, I had to tell the barista at the juice bar, like, girl, she was a white lady. She didn't know. I was like, do you know who that was? She's like, no, who? And when I told her, she was like, oh, my God. So they don't look like money. 
So we're working on that whisper money where you be like, is, is she homeless or do she got it? Don't worry about it. It's silent. The money is silent. Okay. So me and Celestine have a running joke about the whisper money. Um, it's time to get it. And we got to let God know that we want it and how we want it. So we got to help him show us. Julie says, God bless you. Thank you. So Tina, click the link in the comments, the PayPal link that's going to get you um, registered for the course so that when it releases, I'll send you the link. Hello, Coach Andrea. Hello, Tiffany. I didn't see all y'all because Facebook has my comments on a scroll and it doesn't show me the new ones until y'all type, type, type and it may pop up. Um, oh, I forgot I can make the scripting bigger too. So Tina, I saw that you put that you are interested. Are there any questions about anything that I've shared? Okay, she says, I will. Awesome. So you see the link. It should pin. I know Facebook has been doing its own reset on today. Um, but I want to make sure y'all can see the link. Get registered. We have so much fun stuff coming up. Oh my goodness. It is so much cool stuff coming up, y'all. I can't release everything because... My coach be like, one thing at a time, Dr. AJ Austin. So this is the thing we're talking about today. But trust me, when you come in on this course, you're going to find out <laughs> about our other fun events. If you're live here with me in Atlanta, we got an opportunity to hang out together soon. I can't tell you about it. You got to come on in the room with the course. The link is in the comments. It's pinned. Are there any questions, any comments, any um, conversations? Hello, Jennifer. Am I saying your name right in our private Facebook group? We are just talking about how you know you're called to coach. And just as a quick recap, it's because it's a soul stirring. Or as a coach, Brenda said, you know, you just stirred my soul. So I'm the soul stirrer now. One of our coaches called me the purpose pusher. I was like, that sounds a little violent. Push you and I'm going to push you into your purpose. I'm the soul stirrer now. We've rebranded <laughs> since yesterday. Um, and coaching, if coaching is always front of your mind and you know you wouldn't be happy doing anything else because you tried it, that's how you know that you're called to coach, but you don't have to wait till you move past your pain. Yeah, I remember my rabbit ears from this entire lives, right? Um, and because you become skilled and trained and professionally qualified as a certified life coach, you know how to help people without putting your drama or your trauma onto them. Therefore, you're not going to give in to triggers. You know, you're trained on not to judge and not to uh, be biased. Um Tina said, when is the workshop? So I will be finished with my coach. I think we have 10 days left. So within the next, we're going to say two weeks. I didn't put a launch, launch date on it because we're building interest. So the more people tell me they're interested, could be the sooner the course releases, but I'm just saying. So it's not, it'll be pre-recorded. You don't have to worry about showing up at a certain time, a certain date. Is it going to be canceled? How many people in the group? Where I need to be? Where I log on? None of that. When I release it, I promise it's it's before the end of this month. And um, you get a, your own private link with a password to the portal. And it will be released. I did another course like that called Future Black Millionaires. Now all the content is already there. So you just go and click. And you need it like that so you don't have to, number one, wait on me. Because I'll probably be out shopping somewhere. Dollar Tree again. Um, <laughs> but number two, this course is based around your private time with God. So it's going to be my voice, your brain, your mindset. You're going to set a 30-minute timer. It's only a 90-minute course. And you're going to get to work. But it's a 90-minute course that you're going to take more than once. And I'm going to tell you why in the course. Because you need to get this in your spirit to where it's natural. Like, 
my manifesting, um, I'm what my uh, coach calls um, a manifesting generator where, and Oprah's like this too. Now that I say this out loud, I hear me about to say what she says, but she's that we, when we want something or we think on something, we can be so clear that it's like a silent prayer telling God exactly what it is and it shows up. And when I see it, come to what we call in the church fruition, meaning the fruit of, um, I'm like, God, you was listening to that thought I had You real funny. Okay, God, I see. So it's little stuff like so much. So I walked outside the other day. I hadn't been in my car in a minute and it was just literally a dollar bill laying at the door of my car. People walked down my sidewalk all day by my house and nobody had touched the dollar. How a whole dollar just laying. I don't think I asked God for a dollar. I don't know, but it was just there. So I took a picture of it and I sent it to my friend. We like, yes, manifestation. Can't remember when I asked for a dollar, but thank God for it. Don't know what I did with it, but thank God for it. So just little stuff like that, just being so clear. I'm teaching you how I set the atmosphere to allow God to come in and do. And manifestation is a, a part of healing. It's something that you've asked God for. A lot of us have asked God to come out of certain situations or make provisions in certain situations. So it's building that expectation. I have an expectation of God. My mama used to say it like, God. Well, she, my mama was just this radical Christian. So she would say, God has no other choice but to bless me. I'm like, mama, that's just real gangsta, but okay. So for me, I say I set an expectation. So I do have an expectation of God, but these are the promises God has already promised us. So I'm making the space and I can't describe, like I, I feel tingles in my brain, even talking about it right now. My brain is warm with excitement because I'm just, I'm teaching you a little bit of my ways. You know what I'm saying? I don't really share a thing on there, you know, Cardi B style, you know, but uh, yeah, we're going to talk about a lot of it. Jennifer says, was trying to answer you. Yes. You said my name's girl. Oh, awesome. 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 Thank you. Thank you for letting me know that. Yes, girl. I have a, um, a very unique name as well. Andrika. And uh, everybody don't say it right, even though they can literally look at how to spell it. They still mispronounce. So, how about Dr. AJ? How about put some respect on it? Yeah, feel me? So, Tina, hopefully that answered your question. Are there any other questions? Any other comments? If not, I'm going to go unload my Dollar Tree bags. I brought some gelato home from the pizza shop to do. I just feel real fancy. I just woke up today and was like this is gonna be a really good week and it is that's part of manifesting <laughs> so i'm gonna teach you some of my ways in the course it's gonna be a lot of fun this is new for me like letting y'all in on this like it's an intimate private side it's a deeper side to dr aj it's very interesting too if i didn't know me i'd be like girl what you what you teaching us now what tell me what to again and I know it works because I've shared some with some of our coaches. And they're like, oh, man, I've never thought about it like that. For example, because I've done a live on this in the past. Um, and one of our coaches, Camille, she was our first coach that came and got certified with us. She was asking about, I don't even know. I don't tell them. We, we talk money. My coaches have asked me, you know, how much did you make? And we've had all those deep conversations behind the scenes. Um, but I share my business. But I remember her. Um, just being really intrigued about how I see certain things. For example, just depending on where you are in your life, manifestation and bringing about the expectations of God in your life, which is what we're going to dive in in the prophetic manifestations course. It's as simple as 
taking $20 and going to upgrade something in your space. I remember the first time I bought a $25 bottle of lotion. Y'all should have seen how just long it took me to put on lotion. How I would smell my hands. I'm going to be, somebody going to smell me. I'm going somewhere. My showers became more frequent because I had to put some lotion on my ashy skin. The bottle was amber. It was in this bougie boutique in Buckhead. And then over time, I found myself going back to buy another $25 bottle of lotion. Not $2.97 Jergens at Walmart with a coupon hoping for a clearance sale. No, ma'am, $25 for like 8 to 12 ounces in this bottle. Lotion still is lotion, so it's going to come off. It's going to rinse off. You're going to need some more every time you wash it. It was lotion, but I wanted it. It was my upgrade. So it was a process of upgrading and seeing the manifestations of God. And there was only one person that I could call and tell about this experience. And she was like, don't it feel good? I was like, girl, why you don't tell me? And ever since, I ain't looked back. So if it takes you to... Um, do like Coach Camille said. She was like, you know, you're right. She said, um, she said, I, we called it $20 at a time because that's how you upgrade in my world. $20 at a time. And I've been doing it for years, but next level recently. Because um, even as a young 14-year-old girl working at McDonald's, I would take $20 and go to the personal hygiene aisle at Walmart and buy all the travel size, everything, name, brand. Don't give me no store-bought nothing. But toothpaste. I use their 88 cents toothpaste still to this day. But uh look like you're working, yeah. Oh <laughs> and that's even a manifestation. I brush with uh baking soda, peroxide, and the cheapest toothpaste you can get me. And we got these pearly whites. And my dentist, uh, the technician, every time she cleaned my teeth, she'd be like, dang, you didn't leave nothing for me to scrape. Ma'am, I got good oral hygiene with 88 cent toothpaste. All right, Julie been encouraging me this whole time. Y'all better stop laughing at me. So Coach Camille said that she was going to stop going to the dollar store getting her brush for her wig. She said, I pay all this money for these wigs and these weaves and I'm buying these dollar brushes. I'm going to go get me a dimming brush. I didn't know what a dimming brush was. I had a dimming brush. I didn't know it. I just saw a cute brush at the uh, beauty supply store. Yeah, it was like $10. I didn't know. I just liked it. I'm, I'm going to get it and try it on this ball scalp. Had already had a Denman brush. Didn't know it was one of the top of the line. Bro. Because that wasn't how I was thinking about it. I was just thinking, I want it. I got it. Ain't that Ariana Grande? I told y'all I quote R&B. But anyway. Um, Janetta. <laughs> Janetta. I'm sorry, it's cutting off the F. I'm working on my healing. I want to coach. I know I have skills and talents, but struggling with my offer. You're not struggling. You're not. And we can have a private conversation if you would like. I know you're in our private Facebook group, so I'm happy to help. We can talk through it. Ask Coach Brenda. She'll tell you we'll get on the phone. And all y'all be like, oh, my God, I can't believe you called me. Yes, girl, I'm just as crazy as I am on camera, off camera. But you're not stuck. You're not struggling. You know your call. Do you, do you answer yes to, number one, it's stirring in your soul? Let me know in the comments. Do you check yes that it's always top of mind you want to help? Do you know that you wouldn't be happy doing anything else? Or if you like me, and I made the same promise before I let my marriage go. I said I would not give up on my marriage or my business till I knew that I had done everything that I could possibly think of to make it work. 
Temuel. So yes, to that. Have you done everything you can think? Done everything. Not learned everything. Not prayed for everything. Not sought free counsel for everything. Have you, what have you done? Okay, action. Yeah, so you called. And your healing comes through helping. That's the theme of today. Any other questions? <laughs> I say it in love. Y'all know this. So if I asked you guys, what was one thing you took away from today? What was your aha moment? Somebody let me know their aha really quick. Post it in the comments while I take a sip of this last little bit of Arnold Palmer tea and lemonade. Because they tea wasn't sweet enough for me. I'm from Georgia. It was not diabetic-like. Okay? So I had to mix it with some lemonade. Julie says healing. Ha, I got to preach it. Healing ha, comes through. Help. Let me stop because we done got messed up. Jennifer said, <laughs> wait a minute, y'all, I'm laughing at myself. Because Lillian, that is when you know you can move on. Amen. Coach Lillian, y'all met me when, woo, let me think. You was 2016, yeah. It was still fresh when you met me as your trainer. Um, I went to school with a young lady. We were in uh, Georgia State University here. She was newly married, um, and I think she invited me to a church or something. She's a white girl, too. I have a lot of um, influence in the white space. Praise the Lord. Uh, and she invited me to a church, and I met her dad, who was a pastor. And then some kind of way, I talked my ex-husband into going to the church, and the dad met him. And I, either me or Charity, which was my friend, told the dad about, you know, a pending, impending <laughs> divorce in the air. And the dad, the pastor, agreed to meet with me and my ex-husband. Um, and this was like one of the final straws. So we met, I want to say at a pizza shop. I don't know what the theme, the Italian theme is. But he paid for our lunch to just sit and hear our hearts. Um, and by the time that conversation was over, Coach Lillian, that pastor handed me the card to a divorce lawyer. And that was it. I knew I had done everything I could. I didn't ask this man for that. We was there for counsel, and I got it. <laughs> so I knew the deal was sealed. I had done everything that I knew I could. And so I made that same promise to my business. I ain't finna go work for nobody else. I'm tired of putting my dream off. I come home, and my paperwork collecting dust got spiderwebs on it, but I'm working hard for the man. Uh-uh. <laughs> I got to know that I've done everything that I could to grow this business before I can walk away. And here we are. That was in what year? I don't know, but I've been in business for 16 years now, so I ain't done and I ain't no ways tied yet. Julie says, you don't have to be healed to be a coach. Yes, take away an aha moment. Tina says, your trauma can help someone else. Well, Tina, we're going to rephrase that now. Um, <laughs> We got to rephrase Because <laughs> when you say your trauma can help somebody else, we got to be careful. Because spirits transfer too, and, and, and you know, that, that's a whole sermon in and of itself. But if we had to translate it, it was healing comes through helping. <laughs> and you don't have to be healed to be a coach. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to be giving people PTSD either, right? Um, Geneva says, yes, no, I haven't done everything. Cool. So the fact that you can say that means 
You ain't stuck and you ain't struggling. Most of us know what to do, but we're going to leave it right on right there, right there, right there. She says, I'm getting coaching and started today. Hey, man, for coaching. Jennifer says, well, that's deep. Don't want to work for anybody else. That's the truth. Girl. Right, Tina. We got to be careful. The power of life and death lies in the tongue. And he who loves it shall eat his fruit. I remember talking to somebody I used to know. And they kept saying the word broken when they would describe who they used to know me to be. You broken, you broken. And I said, real calm. I start out calm because <laughs> this your warning. The Bible say warning come for destruction. And I said, I do not like to be referred to as broken. I ain't saying I wasn't. I ain't saying I'm not still healing, but you call you got zero more times to speak that over me as a person of faith. Cause you're that's that's fruit. Uh-uh. I, you keep that. We we vegan, vegan, vegetarian. We don't well, we need that type of fruit in our lives. So yeah, we gotta be careful. <laughs> we don't want no trauma, no drama, no negative words. If you can't pour into me, we don't need to be in conversation. Bible talk about talking to fools and, and from a distance you appear to be the fool, right? Let me see what I missed. Okay, Tennessee, right? True. <laughs> Y'all with me on tonight. Um, Janessa says, that's DP handed you a car for. I think he had that thing ready. I don't even know. I never even I'm trying to think if I saw him like pull it out of his wallet. I just remember walking out the door. He waited. <laughs> Wait until I pass me at that car already. Like, here you go, sis. Go, go on and go on and go on and make that happen. I got. And the man did not know me, y'all. I knew his daughter, but it was a lot of little, little confirmation. So I just thank God for who He places on our path to let us know when your next is ready. God was ready to upgrade me, y'all. Like it's it's ooh. Healing is deep in a really good and fun way. She says, nah, shut your mouth sending this to me. <laughs> right? Especially trying to get a reaction, you know. But I'm just like, nah, I ain't worried about no reaction. You ain't, I ain't gonna cuss you out. I'm just, you got zero, negative zero more times to call me, whatever. And if I'm telling you it's making me feel not good and you keep doing it, I can no longer bless you with my presence. Somebody else needs this blessing and I'm going to go and end this conversation. And that's exactly what happened. I said, I am perfectly fine with this conversation ending right here. You be blessed. <laughs> I'm going to bless you. Okay. So, <laughs> so that's all I got, y'all. I just want you to know that if your soul has been stirring, if you're always thinking about helping, or if you felt like you had to be in a certain position in your life to help other people, stop it. <laughs> It's time to move forward and we're going to step into some of that in the prophetic manifestation course. And the other fun things I got going on, y'all, I am so much fun to be around, especially after I've had a nap and some coffee and I'm in the mood to be around people. You wouldn't know it, but I'm introverted and that's how I've learned to be with God. And so I'm teaching you the ways of the introvert because some of y'all say y'all like that too. You know, we need to like re-up on our energy. So God is like the replenisher <laughs> of my faith and my energy. Um, and so to just sit and think through these last few days, I've been taking myself out to dinner, 
sitting with the just me and my little notebook here. I carry this notebook in my purse. She's really, really cute. Um, I can't remember where I got her from. But we just sit with our thoughts and our ideas about this prophetic manifestations course because it is time to be launched. So much so that the coach that I'm working with, she gifted me her course because she believes in supporting black business. And she's in Australia. That's how God wanted to manifest this course. So I had no choice but to do the work. I didn't want to be the one that like didn't do it. <laughs> I'm going to show up as a star student because I know people are waiting for this. So there has been little signs and little inklings of like it's time to launch this course. And so I had to jump on here. Like I said, I ain't want to do it tonight, but God saw fit. Yeah, I know. I ain't complaining. I know y'all going to come on in. Join the course. Make this live worth it, Tina. <clears throat> oh. <laughs> Julie says, thank you for sharing and being transparent. I'm in people don't believe that I'm introverted. I'm talking to y'all because I can hit end and ain't nobody else in this room. I can take off everything I'm wearing, bra and everything, and just enjoy the rest of my day. I ain't gotta kick y'all out my house. I ain't gotta be like, all right. Well, uh, y'all have uh-uh. I hit end and that's it, and it's silent. Until I go turn on Showtime and finish watching Billions. I've been into that show lately. My chiropractor, who I go see tomorrow or Wednesday, she got me watching Billions because one of the lead characters is a coach. <laughs> and I like her role in this. So, me and Bobby Axelrod and Wendy Rhodes and the crew, is that, that's it. And then when I turn them off, I go to bed. Well, I get on TikTok. <laughs> and then I laugh. And then I go to sleep. Because I like to. And that's another form of manifestation, too. Being in a really good place or you close your eyes and go to the la-la land. But uh, we we dive into that in the course. I keep telling y'all these little things. And y'all, a lot of them you probably already do, but you don't recognize it as um, prophetic manifestation. Speaking those things of God and, and allowing him to bring the past. Jennifer says, I woke up from a nap after a long day, saw your post, and came in the room. Thank you for coming on in the room. Y'all sing with me. Come on, quiet. Come on and I'm going to get off of here. Are there any questions? None that laugh at me and none that encourage me to be silly. If not, I'm going to bless y'all back with the rest of this day that Facebook and Instagram took away from us. I am behind on TikTok, so I got some time to make up for on tonight before the little man jump on there and be like, hold on, you've been scrolling for two. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Anyway, <laughs> thank y'all so much for coming and laughing and enjoying this live. Hopefully, it was lighthearted but deep enough to get you where you are, Julie, talking about amen. I got to go because y'all ain't no good. Amen, Kona. Come join us in the course. Click the link below. Um, I probably will be just as silly in the course. Look at the tunes. I can't take y'all nowhere. I cannot. I'm going to jump off of here. I've been standing for 30 minutes. I'm about to close. <laughs> close officially. Y'all got me sounding like a preacher for real. That's all I got. If you want more details, just click the link below. I'm going to have the page ready for the next uh, live. I got to think of a cuter name for the course. Um, yeah. So make sure your notifications are on to come join us. It's Jennifer. Thank you so much. Thank you, Coach Lillian. She says it was good and deep. So y'all have a phenomenal rest of your night. And remember this. I mean this so literally on tonight. I mean it every night, but... There is literally someone somewhere
They are waiting on you to get over trying to be perfect, get over trying not to be uh, triggered. Get over yourself. They're waiting on you to walk in your destiny so they can walk into theirs. Because it's when you let your own light shine. You get on Facebook and be silly as an introvert. You're going to give someone else permission to do the same. Because as a life coach, as someone who is coming into your own prophetic manifestations, when you impact just one life, y'all. Oh, you impact generations. Are you going to be that one life that I get to impact on tonight? Click the link in the comments below and I'll see y'all soon. Have a phenomenal rest of your night. God bless. Bye, amen, Kona Saints, future black life coaches and prophetic manifestors. I'll see y'all soon. God bless. Bye, y'all. <laughs>